O servants of Allah, our time is coming to an end. Thus, we must discuss the last day of his life, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This was on a Monday. The day of death arrived. On this day, Anas ibn Malik radiallahu anhu narrates that our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam opened his curtain. And he opened his curtain to see the Muslims praying salah behind Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu. And he smiled, a smile that they never saw for so long. And the companions of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa they became so happy. They thought he's cured. He's looking at us while smiling. And they thought he was going to come to them. Abu Bakr began moving back into the first row. But Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa asked him to continue. And he shut his curtains and he went back to lie down. Aisha radiallahu anha says that as he lied down, the stupor of death began afflicting and affecting him. And he began to sweat. And it became extremely difficult. And she laid him, radiallahu anha, on her lap with his head between her neck and his cheek. And she sat with him, comforting him. And as she did this, her brother, Abdurrahman ibn Abi Bakr, came into the room with a miswak. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's eyes fell upon that miswak. And she was so concerned about the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that she saw where his eyes was looking and she saw that he was looking at the miswak. So she asked him, do you want the miswak? So he nodded his head. So she took the miswak. And as she tested the miswak, she found out that it was stiff. So she asked him, do you want it softened? And he said, yes, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So she put it in her mouth and with her saliva she softened it and then she gave it to him. And she says, radiallahu anha, that there was a bucket of water next to him and he would dip his hand into this water and he would rub his forehead and he would say, Ala inna lil sakarat. Indeed, death has pangs and agonies. Indeed, death has agonies. And then he raised his finger to the skies and he continuously said, to the companions of the elevated, to the companions of the elevated, to the companions of the elevated. And this happened until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took him and his finger dropped down. That's how they knew that he sallallahu That's how they knew that he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam passed away. And he took his last breath in this dunya. And he left us, O servants of Allah. And he left us, O children of Adam. The ummah was struck, was struck with a blow that they would never ever feel ever again. They would never face this adversity ever again. Our beloved departed, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We never saw it. But just listening to it saddens us. Wallahi, it saddens us. Just listening to it makes us wish that if only we could be in his place. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And that he continued to be amongst us. O servants of Allah and O children of Adam, ending off. Yes, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam passed away. And yes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tested the ummah. But no, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never left us unprepared. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam passed away. And yes, many a messenger before him passed away. But he left us a great inheritance. And that is the inheritance of his sunnah. 
and our love for him should dictate that we are attached to the sunnah. Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu after the passing of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam would go into the markets and say you are all chasing dirhams and dinars when the inheritance of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is being distributed in Masjid al-Nabawi. So the people dashed to Masjid al-Nabawi and then they said where is this inheritance? And he said thaqilatkum ummahatukum May your mothers cry over you. The inheritance of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is in the circles of knowledge that is being taught here. The circle of tafsir and fiqh and so on and so forth. He left us his sunnah, O servants of Allah. But where are we with regards to it? Before I end off, I ask you all to close your eyes. Close your eyes for a moment. So that we benchmark ourselves and our closest to the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Close your eyes. And imagine one weekend you are sat at home. You are sat at home. When suddenly you heard a knock on the door. You were at home going about your weekend activities. Your family was there as well. And they were going about their daily activities. When suddenly you heard this knock on the door. And as you went to the door and you looked through the little peephole on the door, you saw that it was Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam standing there. You saw that it was Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam standing there. What would you do? Would you open the door very quickly? Or would you have to dash like a person who's late for a flight and their ticket is non-refundable? Dash around your house ensuring that your walls don't have that which Make our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam upset. Making sure that there's no magazines that would be left lying around that would make Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam upset. Would you dash around ensuring that there's no channels running on your televisions that would upset Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam? Ensuring that your children's haircuts and your wardrobes and their speech are in check so that they don't by utter something displeasing in the presence of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Would you need to dash around ensuring that you start finding out the times of prayer in the masajid in case he asks you what time is the next salah? Would it be that we need to dash around ensuring that there's no documentation left lying around that shows our interest-based transactions that we are involved in? Would it be that we would need to dash around telling the females of the household not to intermingle with those non-mahrams in the household? Would we need to dash around ensuring that the ringtones on our mobile phones are reset and made more appropriate lest it should ring in the presence of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and it would upset him? Would we need to dash around ensuring that we teach our children adequate knowledge of Islam, lest Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam ask them a question of the basics of this deen, and they didn't know how to answer him. La ilaha illallah. Would we need to start studying his sunnah? Start studying his sunnah, lest he asks us 
how many of his sunnah have we made alive after that sunnah passed away? What would be our situation, O servants of Allah? Now open your eyes. Barakallahu feekum. What would be our situation? Understand, O servant of Allah and O children of Adam, and these are my last words, that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam will never knock your door. He will never knock your door, for he has passed away sallallahu alayhi wasallam. But understand that Allah, Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal, Al-Wahid Al-Qahar, is Al-Hay Al-Ladhi La Yamut. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the ever-living and the one that will never die. And He subhanahu wa ta'ala is all aware of our secrets and all that we do in the open. Whether the, our doors are shut or our doors are open, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is aware. Thus be a diligent follower of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Be a diligent follower of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and understand that as death knocked his door, it will knock our door. And the only benefit we stand to have with us after we pass away is his teaching, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that we followed. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the understanding. Ameen. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us death whilst he's pleased with us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us for our lack of diligence with regards to the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Forgive us for our lip service. We said we loved him, but we never showed that we loved him. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us a grave which is a garden from the gardens of Jannah and protect us from the hellfire and the punishments of the grave. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gather us at the hold of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on the day of Qiyamah and protect us from being turned away from the angels because of our weaknesses with regards to following his sunnah. Ameen. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gather our books of deeds in our right hands and gather us in Jannah with Muhammad ibn Abdullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. O servants of Allah and O children of Adam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. This talk was not to make us depressed. Rather, it's to make us ponder and deliberate and become people of action. We are an ummah of action. We don't take matters and sweep them under the carpet. These matters have to be discussed. I want you to not let this emotion that you feel become lost. Take this emotion and bring it all together in one ball and let it explode and become something real in your life where there's real changes in your life for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I love you all for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Anything incorrect said is from myself and shaitan and I seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness and everything correct is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he is perfect. Hadha wallahu a'lam. Sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Assalamu alaikum. ورحمة الله وبركاته